Welcome to another episode of the Boots to Suits podcast. For our viewers and our listeners, welcome. This is our holiday edition, and so this will be the last episode prior to the new year. So uh, before we begin, we definitely want to do things properly, just, just according to proper protocols, you know, military protocol. And I just want to wish you gentlemen a happy uh, holiday season, a happy new year as well. This will be the last episode before the new year, as I mentioned. And for all that are deployed right now, for those that have served, for those that continue to serve, and if you know, if you once always, so if your mindset is still in the game, then we certainly understand as well. So cheers to you all. Hmm. That being said, I'm going to introduce our special guest. We have Master Sergeant Russell Meza in the studio today as well. And before I introduce you formally, I, first off, we just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. My pleasure. And uh, you'll tell us a little bit about your background in a second. But before that, um, I just want to reiterate the Boots Suits podcast is really geared to eradicate suicide. We do that through uh, the real estate vehicle or platform, if you will. And we absolutely are committed to making the lives of our veterans and active duty and reservists and even spouses of the military make those lives better uh, in any way we can. But we are using real estate as that vehicle. Uh, it's been good to all of us, as, and we're just giving back to the community as well. So, um, Massar Mazer, uh, Mazer? Massar Mazer, thank you for being here. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, this is kind of a free flow session, gentlemen. We're not. There really is no agenda to this podcast. Uh, it really at this at this time is going to be kind of putting it out there. Any any value we can provide uh, our community, those that have served, is why we're here today. Uh, we've all been deployed uh, during the holiday season. We all know it sucks. Uh, no bullshit about it. Um, and that's why we're acknowledging those that are out there deployed right now. Those that are serving right now. Those that have served and are still living. Uh, the realities of war and what it creates. Um, obviously, our hats off to you. We've all been in theaters of operation, and we can absolutely understand. So, but welcome, Master Major. Thanks, uh, Master Major. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. For all right. So, if you could, before we get into you know a little bit of the the nooks and crannies of why we're here today, just a little bit about your background. Uh, you know, when you served, a little bit about the capacity in which you served as well. Uh, joined in nineteen ninety six and uh, retired. Of- 2017, so I did 21 years uh, in the aviation community. I started off with the Harrier Jets and then moved on to the F-18s before I retired. Um, so then I went to school, you know, got my bachelor's degree. Nice. And uh, at the same time, that's when I got my real estate license and uh, decided to join the EJT. Oh, then you went to the dark side, huh, in the real estate, yeah. I do remember Harriers very well. They were instrumental in Desert Storm, obviously, with their vertical takeoffs and landings. Uh, just a tremendous uh, asset to combat theaters of operation worldwide. So being a part of that that outfit, how was that for you over time? It was good. You got definitely got that travel and adventure from the Marine Corps. Yeah. Got to go on the, the Muse expeditionary units. So got within the first two years, you know, we got to go to Spain, Italy, Greece, Israel. They ended up in Kosovo during that time frame. And we had that uh, start dropping bombs over there in, I think, 98, 99, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. Uh, that's the first time I ever saw it snow in the ocean. You know, we're traveling over there, so it's a good time. Just my experience over the 21 years, though, just grew from being, you know, that individual kind of just learning the ropes to having the privilege of leading. And I think that's the biggest thing at the Marine Corps or any service is just having that privilege of leading. Absolutely, right? And so, you know, you it sounds to me like over time you've seen this evolution from, you know, going from point A. I don't know if you came in as, a, as an E1 private, PFC, Lance Cooley, what have you. Uh, but getting salty, man, like you get salty as deployments happen. You get salty as years pass. 
you get salty after every whatever firefight, whatever you want to say. I, I just see this maturation process where, you know, we're used to taking orders, right? And then at some point, you got these young, young, uh, young guys looking at you, and now you're the you're the grandfather of the Marine Corps. You know, like you're, they're looking at you for advice. They're looking at you for protection. You know, as well. So, do you have you really thought about that evolution in terms of where you started and as you worked your way up the ranks to master sergeant, um, just how that progression took place and how roles and responsibilities changed? Evolution to me is was quick. It happened before I knew it. You know, one time I'm, I'm a lance corporal. Put my hand up, green list. Uh, I, I mean, corporal. Put my hand up, the green list of corporal scores. And all of a sudden, you know, getting selected to master sergeant. Kind of blew my mind. I kind of didn't expect it. I kind of just, I did my job. I did what I had to do, what I was supposed to do. Uh, made sure my, my Marines and had the tools they needed necessary to make this mission happen. And then we're going from there. And before I knew it, Selected. Love that. Yeah. Well, you did something right, obviously, to get to that level and that rank is uh, obviously shows tremendous leadership. And obviously, look, the pros and cons, pro proficiency and conduct marks, obviously, were were squared away, man. For those of us that got in trouble, <laughs> trouble not so much. Of course, no, and I, and I, I say that jokingly, right? We're all squared away, but you know, I know a lot of uh, my brothers and brothers that served and sisters that served. That there was a little bit of, um, how do I say, uh, tumultuous times, right? Especially in combat theaters of operation, taking POWs, shit happens, right? Nothing ever goes as planned. Uh, I don't care how tough basic training is, boot camp, if you will, whether it's PI or MCRD, uh, they can never adequately prepare you for combat theaters of operation. So I say that jokingly, but not jokingly. Because uh, I do have a lot of friends that that, that served, a lot of brothers that served and uh, had had a lot of issues on active duty. And when it's all said and done, we're there to protect one another. We're, to, we're there to protect the the nation and our interest. And uh, you know, but nothing's ever perfect. And, and I'll be honest, I won't, I wouldn't take take that back for anything in the world. Because even during the tough times and that evolution that you're alluding to, um, that we learn so much. You know, and when it's all said and done, you know, just being able to serve with with brothers like you, just um, really is why it was why we were there as well and protecting our family and friends back home so again thank you for your service it's an honor to have you here in the studio um, i'm gonna uh, give up the mic a little bit and kind of open it up as usual we have doc right here james pitts herbert garcia uh let me just say u.s navy u.s marine corps as well and so um i want to open it up to you as well we're like i said just impromptu share share stories share whatever and again the ultimate goal is to really provide value to our viewers and listeners to uh they're out there struggling i'll be honest there's a lot of there's a lot of warriors out there that serve that are serving that are going through a lot of crazy shit right now and every podcast we've done we've gotten great feedback it's growing tremendously so thank you for your support and it's providing value to our viewers and listeners to help them mitigate a lot of the crazy shit that's going on there right now whether it's the economy jobs it could be alcohol. It could be a bunch of things going on. Um, to see such a positive change and to have the Boots to Suits podcast be a part of that is an honor. So thank you as well for your support. What you said with a lot of people struggling, there's definitely a lot of people um, this year and the economy the way it is. Um, I was going through the end of the year with the increase in stress with the holidays and what happened to a lot of people this year. Um, there might be a lot of uh, service members out there feeling that, that pressure. And the suicides do go up a little bit during this time due to that pressure. My biggest thing is just remember, remember, remember your why. Your why is to be here. And there's no, um, don't take a permanent solution to a temporary problem. That's that. That's great advice. And I'll tell you, you know, I'd be remiss too if, in in the spirit of that, I know during our last podcast, 
Uh, we had Luis Reyna uh, here in the studio, and um, he just lost his brother to suicide. Um, you know, and again, I don't want to you know bring that up, but you're right. You know, during the holiday seasons, we really need to understand our why and, and the families and friends that are really relying on us to continue to lead. Uh, you know, that that is a sense of responsibility, but it also, you know, kind of keeps us in check to realize that there are other people that that do love us and, and that do rely on us for better qualities of life. And so our leadership role doesn't end just because our active duty careers ended. The other thing, too, is I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge uh, the devil dog that we lost yesterday at Camp Pendleton. I know there was a training accident, and I believe it was 14 or so at least uh, to count so far. There might be others, but um, we want to, you know, send our condolences out there to the family and of that devil dog that, uh, that, that we lost yesterday. Um, and it just reminds us as well that the shit we do on a regular basis, whether it's peacetime, it's wartime, it's training, or it's in actual theater, combat theaters of operation, it all comes with a certain level of risk. You know, and it's a risk that we're well aware of, right? Because we see it uh, time and time again. And I know from a civilian perspective, for a lot of viewers that maybe never served or maybe, you know, have family members that serve and they're reading pa newspapers and watching TV, the reality of how dangerous things are, just it's reinforced when you see issues like what happened yesterday at Camp Pendleton happen again. So, again, condolences to the family. And, uh, you know, hearty semper fidelis to you. And uh, if there's anything we can do the family, please don't hesitate to reach out to us because we're here 24-7 to help you out if you need anything. Uh, Herbert? Definitely to caveat off of kind of what Doc says is about having your why. Um, a lot of times, you know, as combat vets, we get so caught up in – the things that we've been through, those intrusive thoughts, um, and the things that come with that. But at the same time, it is a time to put that effort in about putting that effort into ourselves and working towards looking at all the positives, all the whys, all the things that keep us going versus continuing to stay on that path. You know what I mean? Yeah. 21 years of service, you transition out, you know, there's many different ways life could have gone, but rather than going down the wrong path, you have a bachelor's degree, you have your real estate license, you know, life isn't always the greatest and we still have our struggles. But at the end of the day, it's those little steps that continue to make us successful. And a big thing that we notice, and that's something that I've realized that we, we have to push to the veteran community is being alone isn't going to do anything positive for you. Absolutely. Where you are going to be successful, where the way that you are going to be able to get out of that hole and be a better parent, be a better husband, be a better um, you know, father, friend, brother, is by surrounding yourselves with brothers who are on that same same path that you are, right? Because being alone, it's kind of like being locked up. You just become institutionalized, and it's just a slippery slope at that point. So I think a big thing is even though it is a holidays, for a lot of them, it's reach out to your friends, reach out and touch base with those people. And I think that, you know, kind of how you made the point about real estate being our vessel, real estate was that vessel for me to reconnect with a lot of friends and that built those relationships that were kind of gone from when we all retired and, and went our separate ways. And that's been pretty cool to reconnect with a lot of those guys um, and kind of work past that stigma of that we're just dysfunctional veterans. We can be successful in whatever it is that we do. Absolutely. And that's well said. And I know we have a tendency to kind of, you know, go in our own little silos, right? Because we feel like we don't want to address you know, certain things, and it's painful. I'm not going to lie. It's painful, you know, um, and just kudos to the to the Vet Center, um, whether you're local or in other areas. Been a huge resource as far as addressing some of those issues as well. But, yeah, being in your own little silo and, and like, separating yourself, just remember what made us great, and this is for everybody, and you all know this, so I'm saying this almost rhetorically, is, um, you know, we were 
at the top of our game, we were the best when we were working as a unit collaboratively for the same mission. And that's really what we're doing here is letting you know that that mission exists. So if you're out there and you need help in any capacity, whatever vice is hitting you right now that's keeping you from you know, living your passions, your purpose, and everything that uh, Herbert just said right now as, as well, is don't, don't fall in your own silo. Just you know, reach out. Uh, what I did, fortunately, because they didn't have a lot of social media when I was, uh, when, I was in the mil- when I was in the Marine Corps, is now social media has been able to connect uh, some of the Marines that I served with uh, in different states and in different, different parts of the world. You know, I have uh, devil dogs that are still in Okinawa, for example, that said I'm never coming back to U.S. for whatever reason, different reasons. I got a, I got a road dog that's out in Puerto Rico right now that I just saw. I just flew in a couple weeks ago that I got to reconnect. So kudos to Puerto Rico and all the devil dogs out there as well. But um, you're right. You know, you know, you, you know, being on your own silo and and distancing yourself from people that love and care is not the solution. So that's well said. I appreciate you saying that because that's something I think we all struggle with. How about yourself? Is that something that you felt a little bit uh, as part of your life? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> you know, once I retired, when I spoke earlier about uh, my main focus was leadership, right? Just ensuring that the troops had the tools and then what they needed and the therapy, verbal therapy that they needed to achieve their goals. Well, that was like my main, my main thing, my yeah. main driving, whatever word for it. Uh, but when I got out, kind of lost that initially. Yeah. So that initially hit me pretty hard. I missed the troops, not so much the Marine Corps itself, the Green Monster, because we all know that it's going to keep moving forward with or without us. Like nothing happened, right? No matter how much impact we might have on our uh, service members that we served with. Uh, it's going to keep moving forward, which is good. That means that leadership is there to make it happen. That's a great point you make. So it's always moving forward, right? Life continues to move on, right? And what I've seen over the years, and I'll speak for myself in this case, is that is that as life was moving on, there was a period of time where I wasn't. And so the gap between life moving on, people progressing, and me because of whatever issues, and we won't get into that here in this episode, but that delta, that difference between life moving on and where I was stagnant, where I was, just created a gap that was almost impossible to make up, right? And so, thank you for saying that because that's huge, bro. That's a um, that's a great point you're making. Yeah, I, I didn't really notice it either until about six months, a year into it, I began to start going to my own silo to be on my own and stay inside a lot more often. And uh, you know, I started to just domino effect as far sure. as like uh, I stopped calling people, hanging out with my friends, and just doing things that I normally would do. While, while I was in just normal lifestyle as a, as a dad, husband, whatnot, and I uh, was the way for I kind of became a recluse in a sure. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thanks to talking to you guys, and you know, last year I finally kind of came to fruition. Like, hey, I need to get help in a sense, right? Sure. Get out there, start talking to, to people, see counseling if need. Sure. Well, um, nice. Because, like you said, once you're in that hole, you're by yourself. Yeah. And whatever thoughts or intrusive thoughts you have become reality even if it's not a, a true thought it becomes reality to you because that's all you know right? 100% and you're replaying in your head over and over again uh, so people start going to that dark path that rabbit hole getting outside reaching out to your friends not just put a Facebook post but actually call them text them you'll be surprised how uh, how much they actually want to hear from you there's Marines and also members are out there they miss you they remember the times that you spent either deployed or any shitty type of uh, exercise that you know you're just out you know, sure. during the struggle. The struggle brings us a lot, lot, lot tighter in, in the service. So uh, reach out to them, and that's what I've started to do, and I noticed that they are excited to talk to me. Sure they are. 
I hear stuff like you said, like, oh, you do these things, 21 years of service, uh, got my bachelor's degree. To me, I don't see that. To me, I'm like, I lost that initial why. Mm. And wow. I don't see my achievements yeah. I've had in the past. That's, that's kind of like my mm -hmm. problem. But, you know, that we're, we're, what I'm working to, kind of see that I have achieved things and, you know, to keep achieving things. That's what drove me before, and I need to continue to do that because I can do it. I have a historical data, right, that, that yeah, shows you do, I, I can do it. But What's one of those where you have your degrees, you can have all the paperwork on the wall, but you have no connection with humans, sure. right? And that's a lot of times what you're missing is you achieved all these goals, and now what do you do with it? Yeah, and the right humans, too, because a lot of times when you talk to somebody, we inherently are thinking they won't understand, you know, or they'll judge, you know. And I know we've all gotten those weird questions when somebody finds out you served, and especially if they find out you served in certain areas, of the world, they ask the craziest questions and it just further distances you from wanting to talk about it. And even like you said, you're digging a little bit of a deeper hole. God forbid we make a mistake because everybody knows we all make crazy mistakes, right? And we start to feel like, man, I, I just dug a hole too deep. I just can't get out of this. And I think that's where we start to see the alternatives that we see with suicide and other things like that, which I'm going to challenge and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a challenge right now is all of us, and I'm saying in this room, but I'm also talking to the viewers and listeners, I challenge you during this holiday season to reach out to somebody that you served with that you have not talked to in any period of time. I don't care if you haven't talked to them in a month or you haven't talked to them in 30 years because there's, oh shoot, I almost said 30. It's probably 35 for me. But I'm going to tell you, let's reach out, okay? I, I, I did that recently, and to your point, Matt Sarden, is um, I reached out and I said to my brother on Facebook, I said, hey, I apologize. apologize. I've been terrible at keeping in touch. He picked up the phone, called me, and we had a two-hour conversation. It was like no time had passed. It was unbelievable. And, the, of course, naturally, the first thing I think is, I should have done this a long time ago. So don't, don't have that regret. But I'm going to make a challenge right now to all of us here in this room, in this studio, and all of you out there right now watching or listening. Reach out to somebody that you serve with because I'm going to tell you what, there might be a huge possibility that they might need your help right now, and you might be able to make a difference. You just never know where people are in their lives right now are we are we cool with that challenge a little small mission yeah good with that i mean because you're to your point right you reach out next thing you know you're reconnecting in the value that you provide to that person so recently i reached out i did exactly so i, I practiced what i preach i reached out to a devil dog that i served with and um come to find out excuse me come to find out he's dealing with all kinds of stuff never got a va rating disability rating despite multiple multiple injuries um including ptsd and uh, he has an older father he's taking care of who also served. And so in a matter of probably two, three months, not only did he get, he initiated his own help, right, with the vet center and all that, but he was also able to help his 90-year-old father get at-home care because that's a program he was unaware of. So there was a peripheral benefit that he didn't even know existed. I didn't even know existed because the VA now is helping his father, which is helping my buddy address some of the issues that he has going on. So you just never know what the domino effect would be. It's unbelievable. Um, so, yeah. I think you hit in the head when you were talking about being alone. And um, I think this needs to go out to the loved ones because a lot of us aren't really going to talk to our loved ones about what we did overseas, right? Because it's harder for us to explain it to them and make them explain it in a way that they would understand it than it'd be for me to go talk to one of you that I can just say what I need to say and you understand it fluently, like it's a different language, right? And I see that... <clears throat> That, that comes to be a lot of problems with a lot of households because the spouses don't want, they want to know, but we were really locked up and we really don't talk about it at home, you know what I mean? Um, and it's not because we don't love them, 
it's just because they don't understand and we're, I, for me personally, I'm more worried about how you interpret it because you didn't know how it was in that time mm-hmm. or the things that we were going through or dealing with in that time that I might leave out of the story, you know what I mean? Compared to talking to one of you guys who served in the same theater, you guys totally understand about it, like this is what we had to do, this is what we had to do and there's no questions asked, you know? 100%, yeah, and so, you know, I think what, what needs to be understood to that point is that um, all of us enlisted at a very young age, right? So when you look at the indoctrination uh, from going from a civilian, mostly a teenage civilian, if you will, or maybe young adult civilian, through the breaking down and building up period that they call boot camp or basic training, uh, anybody that graduates from that institution walks, talks, thinks alike, right? So it literally reprograms you, right? So, you know, you and I, we could, you know, not know each other. We run into each other at a supermarket. We can we talk the same jargon. We use the same acronyms. We can like, hey, so where were you? Oh man, I was in Okinawa, or I was in Iraq, or what have you. Whereas you know some of the civilians, including family, to your point, there's just as there's an inherent um, gap that is a little bit uncomfortable because for, for us to share that with our family means that we have to uncover some of the painful stuff that happened, and it's 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 a little difficult to do, to to voluntarily open up some of those old wounds in the spirit of wanting our family to understand, right? So especially through the holiday season, because that's why we're here today. Again, another challenge, if you will, is, you know what, without putting it all out there again, I'm not asking, I'm just saying, let's do something that would make our families feel a little bit closer to us, because I know a lot of us have been disconnected over the years. So what do you all think about that? Is that fair, or is that asking too much? I think it's fair. Fair enough? Well, I think, that, I, think that's a, I think that's something that we can, that will really make the holiday season um, even better again and not worrying about gifts and the economies as we know is in shit right now and, and price points are up in every area hopefully it gets better in 2024 but right now we're in 2023 so everything is still very expensive but instead of all these crazy gifts and all this other you know $100 robots and stuff when the kids all they end up doing is playing with the boxes that the robots came in right instead of all that let's make a challenge to just really connect with our family and friends at this time and also some of the brothers and sisters that we served with as well because I think they'd be happy to hear from us. Yeah, like what you said, if you are if you are definitely out there struggling and you have and you feel like you have no one to talk to, there's if you reach out to someone that you serve with with everyone has a contact with someone that they serve with, I guarantee you they will not turn you away and they will help you out. Hundred percent, man. It's just I what do you think it is? Is it is it bravado? Is it is it just us not wanting to take the first step? Or what do you think? What pride do you think? Is pride? Pride, ego. Yeah, okay. pride, ego. Always told to suck it up the whole time you're in. Yeah. So. I mean, and, and, you know, I'll be the first one to put it out there, too. When I went to the VA the first time and they start, you know, it's called V-Host for those that know what that is. And they start going through these check boxes of did you do the da 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 They have your record book. They know exactly what you did. And, you know, the first thing is we want to, we want to, you know, prescribe this or we want you to do this. The first thing is like, no. No. Right. And, and there was a point where I actually got yelled at by a practitioner that said, what's wrong with you, Marines? Like, you guys do not want help. Like, and she was frustrated because I guess it had happened a lot. And she had, you know, talked about uh, prescriptions, which I'm not a huge fan of unless you really need it. Right. hundred percent. But really that counseling component of addressing some of those painful, painful points. But her conclusion was that there's just, you know, Marines in general just do not want to, for whatever reason, pride, like you said, ego or whatever. This we just don't want to we just don't want to put ourselves out there because we were taught to suck it up, right? I was taught that if we um, if we uh, were able to have emotions, we would have been issued emotions, 
right? Because it's mission, 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 right? Well, I'm here to tell everyone out there that has served in all branches of the military. And again, there's special forces units. You got DOC, you got CBs, you got, you know, other veterans that have served in combat theaters of operation. I'm here to tell you right now that um, it's okay to open up and it's okay to share some of those painful things if it's going to help you take several steps forward. Okay, and that was something that's super difficult. And I, like I said, I had a practitioner from the VA yell and say, what's wrong with you, Marines? You guys never want. And she literally just went on and on and on and on because she gets so many no's, right? Where I think now we're at a time where it's okay to talk about certain things and feelings if it's going to help enhance your life and make things better. Would you agree or disagree? Definitely. Yeah. I would also say that sometimes they'll, they'll bottle things in. We bottle things in because we don't, a lot of that stuff is negative. There's nothing nice about it. So for True. me, for us to share something that it took our moral compass getting rocked and reprogrammed. So for me to explain that to a wife, uh, a family member who hasn't been through that and their moral compass has never been shook, they're not going to understand that language. Sure. We understand it. We understand what it felt like. We understand all those things. So a lot of times if we're able to just kind of bridge that gap, which is very hard because for so long you're told to suck it up, and now we're getting on a camera and saying, hey, big dog, call your brother and tell him, hey, dude, I'm struggling. Great point. Right? That's a hard, that's a hard uh, pill to swallow. That's a hard move. It's also hard when you have, you're sitting here on social media seeing your buddy that you were in the same place in combat with doing great things in life and you're struggling. So how are you going to call that dude? And now you feel like, you know what I'm saying? Great like, point, man. How is he doing so good? You don't understand that he's also struggling. He might be doing good. It looks like he's doing good. But at the end of the day, he's probably struggling just as much as you are. But you're so focused on the Instagram post or Facebook or whatever. Um, I think sometimes it's just taking that first step. For me, like I said, it was real estate. Having to reach out and reconnect with people and, and getting in touch with people. And that was, for me, kind of what drove me to have to take that first step. You know, but... What I would say is that regardless where you are, regardless what you're going through, is to take that first step and just reach out and see where it goes because that's what it's going to take for you to start that first step on your road to recovery. That's, that's a great point. So I, I heard it uh, probably you know, best said by uh, a vet center counselor as well that said, the, the veterans you think that have it most put together are the ones that he sees commit suicide more often, right? Because they're so good at masking right their emotions and the things that they went through that it isn't until something crazy happens or, or you know detrimental happens that you're like man what was that guy going through like i didn't i didn't realize that they were going through that because they're always because so, nobody checks up on them because checks. they're doing good there it is right and and i'm going to tell you right now a lot of times it's because um i'll say it this way i guess is that we go on to our next mission right so the mission is to you know, to uh, reacclimate yourself to civilian life. It's to go to college as you did, Master Sergeant. It's to um, have a better life for your family, and you just go, 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 go. And so, from an outside perspective, they see this hard charger just working their way through upward mobility in life and in society, and a good job, and they're the CEO of a company, and all this other stuff, not knowing the reality of what's going on with that person's life when they're alone, when the dust settles, when there is no to-do list, no checklist that they're focused on. Uh, and, and the reason I say that is because a lot of the most accomplished veterans that served are accomplished. So you assume that they're so well put together that they must not be going through crazy shit, right? 
But I remember coming up where I would I would look at the CEO of the company, bef- you know, before I got to, to a certain le- uh, position of leadership in the company, is I would look at the at the CEO I was working for, and nobody ever asked that person or that CEO or that leader, "How's your day? Is there anything I can do for you?" Come to find out, something bad happened to that CEO, and you're like, "I never knew," because they were always so put together. Well, it might be that they're put together because they were fixated on on keeping their mind off all the crazy shit. So they put a checklist of things together. And before you knew it, they achieved a certain level of success. But it came with a price it, because we, they never addressed these other issues. Or they're just running away from their demons. Running away from their demons, right? And, and by the way, everybody has them, just so you know. So if you feel like you're the only one that, that's going through, I, I would venture to say there really is nothing anymore that anybody could go through or experience that someone else hasn't already been through. But we make those assumptions. And again, we go back to that silo that I alluded to a few moments ago. So uh, going back to that challenge, I think reaching out to somebody to say, hey, just thinking about you, brother. I know this is uncomfortable. I haven't talked to you in a long time. I miss you. Thank you for everything you did for me and I did for you. And I just want to reconnect. I know it might be difficult, but I think it's something that needs to happen. And I'm going to be bold enough to say it. I think it means a lot to, to that person because... As a service member, I think when we have that that buddy or that person we led, at least for me, uh, I always I, I wonder sometimes like, oh, did I have an impact on that individual? I mean, positive impact. Was that that bad leader that led them astray, or did I give them some at least some seeds planted there to help them become the person they want to be later on in the future? I mean, like to be a positive impact, that was my main thing. So, to me, sometimes that will get in my head and receiving those phone calls or receiving that that text like thank you whatever it means a lot yeah you so you received i, I first off first off there's no question that you have made an amazing impact on the lives of the troops that you led there's no doubt the marines you led there's no doubt about that but are you get do you get that sometimes sometimes if i like, now that i'm trying to reach out to people you know uh because you gotta remember too the ones that are still active duty they're busy oh yeah so they they're are. probably not gonna reach out to you because they're, they're prepping for deployment yeah. they're going to an exercise or Traveling, they're doing a lot of different things. So it's, it's good to, if they're so active, reach out to them. And they'll tell you, you know, they'll be uh, more than welcome to, to share with you, things like that. And, but I have received a couple from other retired uh, veterans as well. Yeah. Which made an impact for me when I had a, a senior guy, my gunny, when I was a, a staff sergeant, whatever. Gave me some, uh, so what year, did you, what year did you EAS? 2017. So 17, so what is that? That's, uh, what, six years ago, roughly, almost seven? So now some of the younger troops that you led now are getting to either higher ranks or close to retirement, if not retirement. And that's when you start to feel a little salty, a little older, right? A little. (laughs) Some of my privates and PFCs are gunnies now. Hell yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because, you you know, you never know who's going to stay in, who's going to get out. You never know who's going to be a hard charger, who's you know going to be lazy. You just never know. You, there's just such a, an eclectic mix of personalities, and you bring it all together in this melting pot, and it's a trip, man. It's like the, 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 the shyest, you know, recruit ends up being, the you know, the, the hardest charging, you know, Marine in combat. It's crazy just to see how that works. But I can only imagine you've probably received a few thank yous and, Hey, Master, I appreciate all you did. I'm getting, I'm a gunny now, or I'm a top, or a sergeant major, or what have you. And it's. I have a slight, small heart attack. I'm like, what? You're like, damn, where am I now? <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, because I see you grew this out, man. Yeah, I see that. It looks bit, good. Yeah. All right. I'll shave it off in January. Okay. Okay. You gonna shave it off? What's the What's the deal with that? I just. Well, my wife doesn't like it, but y'all what? See, obviously I haven't paid attention to that yet. Okay. So, uh, in January, I think I just cut it off. Just start the new year with it. Happy wife's a happy life, brother. Right here. Yeah, let her shave it. Let her shave it for you. That'd be awesome, man. Love that. Love that. 
Anything else you gentlemen want to address? Because I know we've talked about a lot today. And uh, hopefully, again, to our viewers and listeners, you're getting some value from this. And just a summation, like, you know, don't stay in your own silo. And again, a little hypocritical because I did it. And I think we've all done it. Um, but we get to a point in life where we realize we still need each other. And um, and we've, we were never better uh, as when we were together with the same mission and same focus. But any final thoughts, Jen? Happy holidays. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Yeah, keep moving forward. Uh, take action. This is this is our journey to to figure out. So, figure it out. Power word. Power word. Hearts. I get to write every once in a while. <laughs> one one final hearty cheers. Hey.